Oh, sorry, I had like a little warning. Hey everyone, thanks for joining us today on O Face Wrestling. This is your host JT, and today I am joined by Robin Reese. So thanks for joining us today, Robin. Thank you guys for having me again. No problem at all. So Robin, um, this um, you know, or a few weeks ago we had tournament out of hell and this was the second you know mission pro wrestling event you know since it became an all women's uh, promotion you know the first one was hell half no fury so you are head of creative with them and i just want to know like what goes into being head of creative because it seems like from some of the wrestlers that i've talked to that um have you know been a part of your event they, they said it's a lot you know you know with the custom matches and all this kind of stuff so tell me a little bit about what do you do and how you play in all this gotcha so um i am in charge of the booking so um if girls want to get booked on, if ladies want to get booked on the show, or if there's a certain match that I would like to try to put out there, um, I contact those those women to be a part of the show. Um, and then after I get the matches set, I'll kind of come up with the storyline because I'm a big believer and you can make a story out of any match. You know, some people feel like, you know, here's two people, just go out there and wrestle. No, I'm all about the storytelling. And so as I'm putting together these matches, there's, I already have an idea in my head, which is why I put those particular people against each other. So the thing is for me, I'm really big on storytelling, which is good because it's different. You know, I feel like it's the lost art of wrestling and, you know, people focus on the moves a lot, but people have really been digging the storylines, and I, I, it's great. It's a great feeling. So you were saying, like, you put the two wrestlers together that you feel like would fit the story. So do you just put the wrestlers together first and then kind of create the story, or do you kind of, before that, you say, hey, what two wrestlers will make a good story and kind of fit that in first? I, I can't. I'm trying to, I've always tried to come up with a way, you know how you just get a feeling about things? That's genuinely how I feel. It's like, I'll see, for example, um, I saw Elena Black. Um, I saw her, I believe, one time on Twitter, and it was a highlight video, I believe it was. And I saw her, and I was like, you know who she would be good working against? Rachel Rose. And so I was like, because they're very different. Like, I love wrestlers that look different. I, I, you know what I mean? I, I'm Just to stand out, you know what I mean? And so, just so you're not confused about, wait, which one is which? It's like, you know who is who. And so I love doing that. I, like, with her, I, I saw her. I was like, okay, she would be a very unique, cool baby face. I got the perfect heel for her, you know, Rachel Rose. So it's just, I have those thoughts. So it's more like I'll see a person and then I'm like, okay, I instinctively or instantly think about they would be good working against this person. So that it's just, I, I can't really describe it. It's more of a feeling that mm -hmm. I get. So I have to mm -hmm. ask, cause, um, a few weeks ago, I had, you know, Wode on the Instagram live when we were chatting about her match with Genesis. So what about them two made you feel like they will do really well in the ring with each other? They, they're powerhouses. You know what I mean? They're powerhouses. Um, Genesis, she's been, you know, wreaking havoc. Wode, I wanted someone to come in. 
who, you know, the crowd could get behind, no pun intended. But I just, I love the matchup and the story that they told. Okay, here's, here are these two, you know, big, powerful women. Somebody has to come out on top. Who is it going to be? So I was definitely a fan of that match. I sat back and watched it. They got the story across that I was, you know, telling them that I was trying to put out there. And I couldn't have been more prouder and excited for that match. Yeah, it was a really fun match to watch. And I had mentioned the word prior to that. That was the first time I've seen her, like, wrestle, like, live. Like, not in person live, but, you know, like, live as it was yeah. happening. So I thought that was pretty cool. That was a really fun match. That was one yeah. of those, like, I want to see a part two and a part three. Like, I want a trilogy out of that. So hopefully we can get that, you know, you know, yeah. in the future. So yeah. when you, you mentioned, you know, part of uh, creative, you do have a say in um, recruiting people to the promotion. Is that correct? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. So what exactly or what kind of things do you usually look out for other than them just looking a little different, like when it comes to like maybe their reputation and like stuff like that? Yes. Reputation is number one. Because the thing is, there's a lot of talented people out there. But if you're known as being someone who's not so nice to be around in the locker room, I don't want you in, I don't want you in any locker room that I'm a part of. Um, like I said, I, I believe in giving people chances, but I don't, the vibe that we have going on right now at Mission Pro behind the scenes is great. Even though like there are new people that come in every show, they fit right in. There hasn't been any issues, any problems, because I feel like that's the number one factor that you want to work with. You want to work with a person, you know, who will listen to you, who, you know, respect you. Even though I'm new to this part of the business, the women have been very respectful, you know, and I appreciate that. Um, and so to me, that I would say that's the number one thing is their reputation. Then, of course, you know, can they can they carry themselves in a the match? You know what I mean? I'm I know women that I've booked on the show that have only been wrestling for a couple of years and are killing it. You know, it's like, can they hang with those bits, you know, like a Thunder Rosa or a La Rosa Negra, those kind of girls. And they freaking go. I don't know if you saw the Vert Vixen, um, Lacey Ryan match. Yeah. I saw was... every match. They were all good. But yeah, yeah that was, that was, was a really was... good match. I was on pins and needles. I'm not going to lie. I was, I was on pins and needles because I know Bert is newer. Lacey can go. And so I'm telling them what I would like for them to do. And I'm like, oh, God. I'm just sitting, like, behind the curtain, like, oh, my God, please, 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 you know, come out great, come out great. They freaking killed it. I went up, tapped Bert on the shoulder, like, good freaking job. So that's what I'm saying, like, to have those newer girls that can listen and hang with the more experienced girls, you know what I mean? I, I, I love it. Yeah, you'd be surprised how fast, you know, people can learn stuff. Like, Vert Vixen, I had no idea she was as new into the business as, you know, what she is when um, me and my co-host interviewed her a few weeks ago. And I was like, wow, like, I thought she had been in it for a while, but no, like, she's still, you know, kind of a rookie and she's already really grown really quickly. And, um, and I have to use another um, wrestler yeah. as an example, like Lady Frost. I've seen her wrestle a few times within the last year. And I thought she'd been wrestling for like five plus years. She's only been doing it for two years. And it's just like, wow, some people could just really grasp 
the business and then just really just roll with it. Some people, they just have that, you know, thing inside them that, you know, they were bred to do this. So Vert Vixen was definitely one of them. And, uh, you know, Lacey Ryan, she's great. Like I, 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 you know, I'm still learning, you know, there's so many, you know, and I'm just like, very underrated. Like, wow. Like, and, that the brawl her and La Rosa had at the end of the event, I'm just like, wow. Like, it, it, it's not even just, like, the in-ring skill. It's just the story they were telling in that ring. Like, it just felt like bad blood. And I really – I cannot yeah. wait to see that match next month. That's going to be a stellar match. I don't even care who wins. I just want to see a fight. And that's what I like in wrestling. Like, I like when a match feels like a fight rather than just your standard wrestling match. Like, I love the bad blood, you know, kind of few matches. I mean, that's just me, and I'm really, like, just really excited to see this match. So, now... To, to, um, Thunder Rosa was the one that brought Vert to my attention. Because I had moved from Texas, and she was one of the girls that she named she was like if we can book her you know can we use her and i looked and i was like definitely yeah and then to see how she's progressing and i haven't even known her that long is it's such i love watching people's journeys i'm a fan of the underdog not saying she's an underdog but i'm a fan of the underdog the person that is taking a little longer to you know get something and then when they get it it's like you know they're excited about it i'm excited about it so i love watching people's progress and she's she is definitely progressing she she is and i'm like really excited to see where she's going to be this time you know next year just as long as COVID doesn't, you know, kind of start, you know, stunting everything again, because I know some places numbers mm-hmm. are growing up, but um, I just, I, I really want to follow her career, and I'm glad that I got to notice her so early in the career, because then you can really see them progress, rather than when you discover a wrestler, like, halfway or at the end of their career, like, mm-hmm. man, I wish I would have saw them as, like, you know, a rookie, stuff like that, so with Vert, we could do that, and, you know, just... I could see her being the champion one day for, MC, you know, um, I was about to say MCW, Mission Pro Wrestling. <laughs> I was <laughs> gonna... <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And I'm so used to seeing or saying MCW because that's like 40 minutes from here. But yeah, like I, I did have to ask too is as head of creative, do you control the wins and losses and who gets the title or not? Or is that like out of your hands? I don't know. Because I want to know when we find out who the winner is, you know, for the, you know, the Mission Pro Wrestling Championship, I want to know if it was your decision or not. So that you won't tell me. Okay. So um, what about like, I, like I mentioned in the beginning of the video, like every, you know, promotion is different. How much does Mission Pro Wrestling differ from Generation Championship Wrestling, which is the other promotion that you're head of creative in? Right, right. So, Mission Pro Pro Wrestling, it's all women, top to bottom, um, in charge of the booking there. Generation Championship Wrestling over here, um, right around the Tampa Bay area, um, I'm in charge of the women's division. Um, But Jeremy Gomez, he's, he's a great promoter. Like, I'm like, hey, Jeremy, is it okay if I, you know, book this person? How, you know, what do you think about these two women working together? He gives me, I mean, Thunder Rosa gives me a lot of say so at Mission Pro Wrestling as well. But Jeremy gives me just as much, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I just blanked on the word, but he gives me a lot of say so 
with the women's division as well. And I'm like, hey, can we bring this person in? Can we do that? But that's the big difference right there is I get to book the entire show for Mission Pro Wrestling, help piece that together with Thunder Rosa. And at Generation Championship Wrestling, I'm more so just focused on the women's matches, the, um, the few matches. Um, one of the main things that I made sure to talk to Jeremy about at Generation Championship Wrestling was, hey, I would like to have more than one women's match on the card. Because, you know, it's like most cards is just that one women's match. I was like, I would like two to three matches. And he was like, okay, you got it. So I, I love like working with them both, though. It's great. Yeah, it seems like he has a lot of confidence in you. And it also seems like he's, like, very appreciative to have you. It's like, hey, like, I really like having her, you know, part of the creative team. I'm going to give her what she wants kind of thing. And that's good. You know, that it shows that he trusts you. And he seems like a really cool guy. I mean, me and him have shared, you know, quite a few DMs. You know, I sponsored, you know, the event back in September. And I, I really like the promotion. And I'm, I really, like, I, I we were just DMing recently because he wanted me to see if I wanted to sponsor, you know, the upcoming, you know, event in December. Um, but I'm going to hold off, and I think you know, hopefully in January or something like that, depending on, once again, COVID. But I, I really like that promotion as well, and I'm excited to see, you know, the future with that as well. So do you, like I, – I, obviously, it has to be a lot more, you know, weight on your shoulders with Mission Pro because you're running the whole creative versus the women's. So tell me, like, the week leading up to a Mission Pro event, like – how hectic can it be just, you know, controlling everything and just, cause like I said, there's a lot more into it than just the event. Cause you got the custom matches and all that kind of stuff too. Well, Thunder Rosa is the one that deals with the custom matches. Um, I deal with the show. I will tell you this much. So the card for the show last weekend changed so much. Because we had, you know, we had people pulling out because of, you know, different reasons. And me and Thunder Rosa were like, oh, my God, this is insane right now. But I, we talked to the ladies. We were like, look, stuff has changed. We need you guys to kill it, knock it out of the park. And that is what they freaking did. And I could not be more proud of every single last one of those women. Commentary, referees, ring announcer, the wrestlers. It was, it was great. Um, typically, the week of, it's like a lot of, okay, so this person is coming. We're making sure, you know, we have rooms ready, uh, show ready. Are there any last second things we need to buy, need to do, anybody we need to contact? So it's typical. It, I would say this show that we had last weekend was a little bit more chaotic than the first one, but that's because, you know, stuff was changing. And so... I would be at work and then I would read, you know, such and such had to pull out, you know, we got to figure out who to, and I was like, I would be like sitting in front of kids like, oh my God, like keep your composure. But it, it can be a little crazy, but we, we figure it out. Yeah. I mean, that seems like that's kind of like the trend now, now, you know, with everything going on in the world right now. Like, I don't know if, you know, any of the dropouts that you had for your event had anything to do with um, COVID. But um, I've gone to, I don't know if you ever heard of Titan Championship Wrestling, but I've gone to their events three times within the last four months. And 
every single, you know, event, you know, a lot of the women have been dropping out, whether it was COVID or not. And I'm, I was so upset because at the July event, Vanity was supposed to be there. She was at, you know, the Mission Pro event. She, it wasn't uh, COVID related, but she did drop out. I remember just being held so upset because I, I want to see her wrestle live so bad. And, um, but yeah, that just seems like it's just, it's kind of a normal thing, you know, right now um, with people dropping out and all that kind of stuff. And I could just imagine, you know, how hectic and chaotic it could be behind the scenes because you had this match, the story set up. Now you got to alter things and stuff like that. So I feel like you and everyone, you know, part of the team just did a stellar job. And uh, I was bummed out that Red Velvet wasn't at this event, but at least I got to see her at the Hell Half No Fury. Yeah. yeah. So do you have do you have um like a say in the name of the card as well? Because it seems like the hell is like always the theme hell have no fury, tournament out of hell. Like what is it with hell and you all? Um I named the first event. Um I'm glad you actually asked me that. Um Somebody hasn't really asked me that. I named the first event, and then I named Run It Back. I didn't get a chance to name the tournament show, but um, I called the first one Hell Hath No Fury because, you know, at this point, um, let's see, it was the end of June, beginning of July, that I started talking to Thunder Rosa about, you know, the promotion. And this was right around the time where there was a lot of speaking out, um, people speaking out movement. So a lot of the women where we were just dealing with so much, you know, myself included. And I'm just like, what's that saying? Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. And and that's where I was like, that's what I'm going to call it. Hell hath no fury. And they liked it, thank God. And um, so, yeah, it stuck. And then uh, run it back. The I am so excited for this show. I'm like, I'm excited for all the shows, but this one in particular is just, ugh, I'm excited. And um because the, the idea that I had in mind, the reason why I call it Run It Back is because a lot of wrestlers, when they wrestle someone that they really clicked with and they had a great match, sometimes they'll be like, you know, let's run it back, which means let's do it again. And the matches that we have set up for December, like, fingers crossed, you know what I mean? You never know, but fingers crossed, like, these matches will be so good that people want to see them happen again. So I call it run it back. I, I like that. I'm telling you, it's storytelling. Cool <laughs> exactly. And I like, cause you know, when I talked to you um, last year, almost a year ago, when, you know, we were talking about wow and all you had mentioned that you really wanted to be in creative. And now it just, I could just see the excitement. Now you're finally doing what you've been wanting to do yeah. for a while. And since you're new to it, of course you have all these like really fresh and great ideas. So I just love how, excited you are about it and just like all these great ideas that we're seeing and I, I could just definitely see a lot of big things for Mission Pro and I just I'm just excited to see you know where you know things are this time next year because you all I mean Mission Pro I had no idea it, it has been like a thing for a few years but um because um Thunder Rosa mm -hmm. had mentioned to me that it wasn't all women's until recently so I was like oh cool so I think that's really neat and I can see uh -huh. this really growing within the next year or two yeah they um the very first show they had i think was at the end of last year and they were planning another one and then COVID hit so of course everything shut down 
And then she probably told you this story. Then the speaking out movement happened. And then she was, you know, talking to a couple of people around her and was like, hey, I want to, you know, let's make this promotion now like all female, you know, from top to bottom, not just the wrestlers, the commentators, but top to bottom promoter, uh, woman, booker, woman, production. We are like almost there with having like a lot of girls help with production. There were so many girls that we had help with production this last show. It was 2021, fingers crossed, bring us some really good stuff. I'm so scared to speak about like the next year because of this year, but I'm excited about what the future holds for Mission Pro. Yeah, me too. And it seems like there's a lot of women in Texas too that I'm really excited to hopefully see in Mission Pro. Um, I I really want to see AQA there. Um, I, I saw something, you know, as of this recording today, Danny B's doing some something on like Instagram Live with, you know, about Mission Pro. I think it's like a review or something like that. So hopefully maybe she wrestles for Mission Pro one day. I know she's like really, really new to the business. I think her first match was like in July. So not long ago. Yeah, so, um, and we were the first podcast apparently to interview her too, which I thought was really neat, but I would really love to see her, you know, in Mission Pro as well. So now my last question for you. So when I had you on Instagram live back in July, I had asked if there was any plans of you wrestling for Mission Pro. And at the time you said no. Is that still your answer or is there still maybe like, like some kind of itch after seeing all the excitement, how well these shows have been. Is there any chance we might see Robin Reed wrestle for Mission Pro? No. <laughs> Come on, you, you should know by now, never say never in wrestling. Never say never, but right now, you know, like I said, everybody's being respectful, you know, I don't have to, you know, come up and, you know, I don't, I don't have to lace up my boots and stuff like that. But everybody is chilling. You know, I'm having fun behind the scenes. So as of now, no. <laughs> so and, uh, one additional question I have to ask. So I know even if a wrestler is not planning on wrestling as a, at an event, it's not out of the ordinary for them to still bring their gear just in case. Is, do you do that or no? <laughs> do you, are you I'm completely sorry, I'm not doing it? Um, sorry, I'm moving around. How do you go? I almost forgot I left some food on the stove, sorry. Um, <laughs> I, um, I'm not going to lie to you. Now, I honestly intentionally leave my gear because I'm just like, nope, don't have it. Sorry. <laughs> so yeah, so if they, like, they pop that question, you say, I can't. Yeah, right. Like, that's me being honest, though. Like, I'm just like, no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, you're honest, though. I mean, I, I hope to see you wrestle there. But um, I know you mentioned that you still have plans to wrestle for a while whenever things get going there. So at least we'll get to see you there whenever, you know, things start yeah. up, you know, which we right now we do not know. We do not know. But, yeah, we, you know, and that's what we um we received a letter from uh, David McLean, um, who is a co-owner, part owner of WOW. Um, and, you know, like you just said, we're just waiting to see where things go. And he just, you know, he was asking everyone um, their opinions, like, you know, would you want to come back if we can do, you know, A, B, and C, if you don't feel comfortable, you know, we understand. But, you know, right now, we don't know anything. 
it's understandable. Um, it just, you know, every promotion is different, like I mentioned. And, like, with now, with it getting colder out, a lot of promotions can't do it outdoors. You know, I mean, in Texas, I don't know how right. the weather is in the wintertime. But, yeah, so everything's up in the air. I mean, here in Maryland, the numbers have been going up. They're actually downgrading, you know. A lot of restaurants are like 75% capacity. Now it's to 50%. So it's like things are getting worse, you know, across the world. So it's it's impossible to tell what the next few months are going to hold. Wear your mask, people. Wear your it's, mask. I'm telling you, if you wear your mask, don't make it a political thing. If you wear the mask, I promise you, like, we'll get to have so much wrestling. Like, you, you'll want to be at every show. It doesn't matter who's running it. Just wear the mask. And it's more than wearing your mask, kids. Wash your damn hands and social distance because you could be wearing a mask, but if you're all up in someone's face, you know, you still can, you know, transmit right. you know, the virus if you have it. You know, you because people don't realize how much you touch your face. You could touch your face, yeah. shake someone's hand, you know, it, it happens, you know. So social distance, that, that's the biggest thing I'll have to say. But, um, Robin, you know, as always, it was fun having you a part of O-Face Wrestling. I really, I had to reach out to you to talk to you about, you know, your experience actually, you know, doing it with Mission Pro Wrestling. So I was really happy to hear your experience and all that. Thank you. Thank you again for having me. No problem at all. So um, anything that you want to throw out to all the listeners, you know, your social media, anything, you know, I coming up with Mission Pro that we may not know about? Uh, so for the show for Mission Pro Wrestling, we are doing a toy drive. We will be sure to get more information out there. So please support that. Donate some toys, you know, for the kids for Christmas. Uh, that show is going to be December 11th. Run it back. Go ahead, get tickets. We've been selling out like crazy. Um, December 4th, is going to be the Generation Championship Wrestling Women's Tournament, the Diamond Cup, where we crown a new women's champion. Um, buy your tickets for that. Uh, it's a lot going on, man. December is going to be crazy. So please just support, support, support women's wrestling. We appreciate it. And like she says, support women's wrestling. Make sure you check out Generation Championship Wrestling on December 4th. Mission Pro on December 11th. I know if you cannot attend Mission Pro Live, you could check it out on the Title Match Network. I don't know about Generation Championship Wrestling. Can you stream that live? Yeah. You can stream that live as well. There you go. And um, also, make sure that you all sub us on YouTube, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Thank you all for tuning in. And one last thank you to you, Robin Ray, for joining us today on O-Face Wrestling. Thank you, thank you. Thank you all for tuning in again.